0: We all laid back onto the floor of the rowboat as the Italian man with wind-weathered skin pulled us through the tiny opening into the blue grotto sea cave.
1: You're listening to Travel FOMO, a podcast for people self-diagnosed with wanderlust.
0: This is the Travel FOMO podcast. My name is Hillary Halton, and I'm here with my husband, my mio Maurito. Jamin.
1: I am unfamiliar with that term, so I can. It means my husband or did (laughs) not.
0: Epic beginning. Hey guys, it's us. (laughs) Um, Italian for my husband, so I actually didn't need to say my mio marito. It would be like mio marito is my husband.
1: Oh. Gotcha. That I am your husband. Mm
0: -hmm. I had to look that up, but that's like the kind of prep I do, guys. I might not fact check our information, but I do look up random things to say. (laughs) We're in the middle of season seven, all about Mediterranean Europe. And it's my favorite part of Europe. I'm just saying right now, I love it. And we've been drinking wine while we record these episodes, by (laughs) the way. (laughs) just so we can like fully immerse ourselves in it and give you the real experience.
1: That true Italian culture,
0: the true Italian culture. (laughs) Okay. So today we are going to the Amalfi coast. Fabulous. Amalfi coast. I don't even, I don't even know how to hype this. It's so good.
1: Were you surprised at how much you liked it? You were excited to go. Yes. You were very excited to go. Looking forward to it for a long time. Mm-hmm. Like you said, Mediterranean Europe is your favorite part. You knew that going in. Yeah. Did it surprise you how much you liked it?
0: Um, It was more beautiful than I expected. Yeah. I thought I would really like it. I don't think I, my mind could have imagined the intricacies of the beauty, the depth of like the cities and on the cliff and how they've like built these cities mm-hmm. in these most precarious places. And made it work somehow. It's so breathtaking. I just loved it. So the Amalfi Coast is a region of Italy. It is south of Naples. Mm -hmm. Not far from Naples, really. Um, It stretches along um, the southwest Italian coast. And the name for it, if you were in Italy and trying to get directions, you could probably say Amalfi Coast. But you could also say Costiera, Costiera. Castiera Amalfitana. Ah. I think I said it. Yeah, I think I I did. And um, Sorrento is where we stayed. It's not actually... It's not actually (laughs) part of the Amalfi Coast, but it's nearby. It's... A very popular city to stay in. It's easy to access and it has good transportation. So it was a good choice for us for sure.
1: Yeah. Sorrento is a great place to explore the Amalfi Coast from. Yes. As a home base, it's a little bit bigger of a city and easily accessed by train. Yes. Um, Whereas the rest of Amalfi is not so much. And so Sorrento is very easy to get in and out of.
0: And the Amalfi Coast, there are about 10 towns that are included in it, and Amalfi is actually the name of one of the towns on that coast. One thing that I think is kind of interesting is that like, you kind of think of it as a beach location. Well, I did. I thought of Mm -hmm. it a little bit as a beach vacation before I actually started looking into it. And then you find out that really all of these little towns are built up on cliffs. They're not on the beach. They're not on the water sometimes. Right. Which is really interesting. Like you might have to go down tons of stairs on a cliff to get down to the water. And it might not be a beach even. It might just be access to the water. Yes. Rocks and water. <laughs> just rocky water. <laughs> um, so that's kind of like just an interesting fact. And then there are a few islands that are often... They're not technically part of the Amalfi Coast, but they are kind of lumped into it, kind of like Sorrento is. And one of those islands is Capri. And we will tell you guys more about it in this episode because we did a really cool excursion there. Um, But like you said, the trains, the transportation, all of that really ends in Sorrento. And then as you get further south into the Amalfi Coast, you're talking about riding the bus, Mm -hmm. riding boats, ferries but it's not, or, or or you could rent a car. Yeah. Um, but it's not as easy to get around.
1: Tough place to get to, but definitely worth it. Um, the topography there is just amazing. Kind of what you were saying, like these villages built onto these cliffs and the size of these cliffs is incredible. Yeah. Especially seeing them from the ocean. We got to uh, see a bunch of them actually from the water and Looking up at the cliffs, I don't know how anything is on those cliffs.
0: Yes, it's so dramatic and extreme.
1: Just amazing on the Mediterranean Sea. Mm-hmm. Uh, beautiful, uh, really known for the lemons there. Yeah, it's uh, kind of fun lemons of all kinds and sizes, huge lemons, um, like
0: the size of your head. Yeah. I have a photo of one the size of your head. That's <laughs> yeah. crazy.
1: Crazy, but lemon stuff everywhere, and lemon mm-hmm. depicted on things everywhere. You could buy shirts with lemons on Duresses it, dresses,
0: and, like, and aprons, and everything you could ever imagine.
1: Yeah, anything that there is, there's lemon on it there, and uh, which was kind of cool and gives it its own feel, and yeah. it's fun.
0: And including um like alcohol, limoncello alcohol is yes. really popular there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Dean Martin is big there.
0: He is. So you'll
1: you're like, you're undoubtedly hear a lot of Dean Martin music there. Yeah. Which is awesome too and kind of gives it its own little personality. Yeah. The food there is like seafood. So think like light pastas with... Uh, fish involved and fresh fish of of all kinds sort of everywhere. So the entire Amalfi Coast is a UNESCO World Heritage Site. You can pretty much count on if it's a UNESCO World Heritage Site, it's going to be worth seeing. So to get that tag for the entire Amalfi Coast is pretty incredible.
0: Yeah, for sure. I know, right? The whole Amalfi Coast got to be named a UNESCO World Heritage Site. Getting to the Amalfi Coast is... Um, A little bit of a effort. It takes some effort. It's a journey. So one of our first experiences in that was the insane train ride from Pompeii. So we were coming Mm -hmm. from Naples. We did a kind of a day stop in Pompeii, which was a really good option. Yeah. A perfect day trip. Yes. And then we made our way down to Sorrento and the trains were packed so guys. full and really hot
1: <laughs> yes like open air trains so no air conditioning and just cram packed full of
0: people and these trains these are like small town trains with like graffiti mm-hmm. it was like art like they just decided we're not gonna paint these anymore we're just gonna let people keep right drawing <laughs> gif- graffiti all over this and yeah. they did it just it was like the most colorful graffiti train i'd ever <laughs> been on which was crazy. And then it was super cheap because you're getting on these this train and it was like two and a half euros per person for us to get from Pompeii to Sorrento. Yes. It was crazy.
1: Yeah, it was
0: super cheap. Um, the really irritating part though was, and the reason it was so packed was there was a train strike in Italy and it happened. Ironically, we didn't know about it until later on, but like it happened from 9am to 1pm and th- mm-hmm. that just happened to be the time frame that we were hanging out in Pompeii right. and really didn't need the train. But then around the time the strike was over, we're get, trying to get on a train and there's tons of people who have been waiting to get on because there's been a strike.
1: Yes. The train was so packed. So many people waiting and a lot of people really frustrated because they'd been waiting for yeah. so long. And so and there are a lot of, and it's really hot. There are a lot of, a lot of bad moods.
0: There were some bad moods, but I remember <laughs> we were so packed in that train. I was like holding on to you and like holding on to your your backpack mm-hmm. and trying to like turn and bury my face like into you because if I wasn't burying my face burying my face into your chest, I was going to bury my face into somebody else's chest. <laughs> like it was oh it was like crazy. And then there was like somebody like laying out on the floor. There wasn't even room for them to really lay out on the floor. It was kind of like they were like curled up in fetal position. It was weird.
1: Well, and there was another guy in front of us and he was kind of swaying back and forth. He was struggling. I thought he was going to get sick. Oh, no! and I was like, bro, don't do it. Don't you do it. Yeah. And fortunately he didn't, but Uh. I was very concerned about that
0: situation. Oh, that was, uh, that was crazy. Um, but we ended up in Sorrento, which is where we were staying several nights, and that was kind of our home base, and it was
1: perfect. Yeah, beautiful city, and we went uh, to check into our Airbnb. We actually stayed at uh, Maria Grande, so there's kind of two marinas, and this is the older one, and really it's just this little cove where – Fishermen park their boats and we had this Airbnb and it was up on the second floor and it just overlooked the beach.
0: Mm -hmm. There was not just a port, but a beach, which was kind of made it cool and kind of the reason we chose it in some ways.
1: Yeah. We wanted to be there because there was this, this little beach and they had little kind of restaurants all around the outside of this cove and you could just look out into the ocean and and watch the, the ships roll in and out.
0: We had this view of Mount Vesuvius right outside our balcony. And we just come from Pompeii. And if you go back and listen to the last episode, if you haven't heard already, we talk about Mount Vesuvius and it erupting. And it is a big part of the Southern Italy culture because it buried several cities and they've been excavating those cities. And it's incredible what they're learning through the the historical things that they're learning through the excavations. But we got to like, we just been learning all about Mount Vesuvius and then we get to like sit here on this balcony and look out at Mount Vesuvius every morning and every evening. That was my favorite part of that little Airbnb. I
1: remember when we were looking for Airbnbs, you know, we had a, a budget to stay in and we told ourselves we're going to let ourselves get an ocean view in at least one place. Yeah. And this was the one that we'd selected, and I was really glad that we did. Yes. Um, it was so cool, and you would just see um, at night, like, basically the sun would go down, and the little cove would kind of come to life. Yes. And all these little restaurants would open up, and they'd all start, kind of start to turn their lights on, and it would it would get dark, and there would just be these lights that glow these lights around this little cove, and these you know, behind it, just sort of the the village because it's an older part of Sorrento and it's sort of away from the hustle and bustle. Yeah. And it was really cool. Yeah, And we and went that first night and ate at, at one of the little restaurants mm-hmm. right on the pier. So it's this little dock and you're right on the water. So you smell that like ocean breeze. You feel that cool breeze come in. It, it was really special.
0: Yeah. And it got so lively at night because it would start out and you just see lights and it would just start to like kind of wake up in a different way. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it gets somebody starts playing music at, outside their, you know, cafe or their restaurant. And then somebody else is playing music and somebody else is singing live music. And there's all this music coming alive. And it got lively at night.
1: Yeah. It was really sweet. Yeah, it it was cool. And that's a great way to put it, like waking up in a different way. Because we would watch the sun come up in the morning and like the little fishermen go out on their boats. And it kind of has this little like hustle and bustle of its own in the morning. And then afternoon, you know, everybody kind of slowly trickles in and then evening it comes back again.
0: Yes. I'm so glad you mentioned the morning because I remember sitting out on the balcony and watching people in the morning on the beach. And mm, yeah. there were like little ladies who would go out in their swimsuits at like before 7 a.m. and they would be swimming in the beach and they would swim so, and they'd be out for a morning swim well before anything was awake. And then in some instances, you'd even see the locals come out before the rest of the world, before the tourists, they come out and they bring their kids and they're playing, their, their kids are playing on the beach before the sun is really making anything warm enough to want to be in the water <laughs> right. they're like already enjoying their ocean and it was really sweet i yeah. love that the next day we went to this really cool place it took a little bit of a walk mm-hmm. it was worth it it was exciting the process though um <laughs> it's the Baji regina giovanni it's basically these old baths um mm-hmm. that were they weren't for a queen were they it was I, like
1: I don't recall
0: some woman named Regina Giovanni and she had <laughs> some baths and um, but it's an area um, on the coast and it's right up on this hill basically it's still kind of in sorrento in my opinion it's not really that far outside the city yeah yeah, it's walkable yeah yeah it would have been better on a bus and here's why because (laughs) we were walking along the side of the road and we could literally look down and see our little cove and see our airbnb and we were like taking video of it and everything and just like that's so crazy the views are incredible and we're walking along the side of the road and then it gets kind of deeper and deeper into this like Like we're on this road and there are no sidewalks and people are like flying by us and buses Mm -hmm. were like flying by us. Like you could feel the air right next to you and you're just like, I don't know how close they are. Like I don't even want to turn around and look (laughs) because I might just get hit by this bus.
1: Yeah, I remember remember a bus like... Kind of clipping the sleeve of my shirt. Oh my gosh. As it went by. Like I could feel it. I felt it hit the sleeve of my shirt. Oh my gosh. Man, that's really close.
0: That's Oh, it's too much. It it was too much for me. Like I was like, "Mm -mm." no, I would just rent a taxi. Yeah. Or take the bus. To, like, a certain point to get a little closer. Right. And then, you know, it would be easy after that, too, because it was quite a hike. There's no shoulder on either side. So all these vehicles are passing each other, and they're really close to each other. Yeah. And they're really close to the edge of the road, and there's not room for them to avoid hitting us. So you have to, like, kind of be looking out for yourself. And half the time, we're walking on, like, the rocks next to the road, like these stone mm-hmm. walls. And, oh, my God. <laughs> goodness it was like way too risky yeah but um but then it was worth it
1: it really was like it was such a cool thing and it's kind of like a little oasis it's not exactly a secret so no there's a lot of people there yeah but it's this little um cove where The ocean just kind of comes in and and out and you can hike down in it and swim. And so there's just a bunch of people hanging out and having a good time swimming and drinking wine. And we partook in in all of that. (laughs) We really did.
0: (laughs) It was so incredible arriving, though. You kind of follow your way down this path and then you come around and you get to like you kind of get a peek and you look down and you see like. Oh, like there it is. There's this cove that yes. I'm about to go down into, and these people are like jumping off of rocks into the ocean, and like it was so like surreal.
1: Yeah, it really was. And and you, it was hot, so you wanted to be in the water,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and but you there was so little space that you would basically just find a little rock to try to put all your stuff on yeah. so that you could get in the water. And that's really about it. And it was
0: really tricky. Everyone
1: else is doing the same. And so you're kind of squeezing past people on these like makeshift stairs and this old dirt path that winds its way down. Like it, yeah. it was something else.
0: Yeah. I remember I was like, I'm going to go swim out outside of the Cove because some people were swimming <laughs> And it's kind of hard to explain. It's like this cove is completely surrounded by the rock. But then there's this little archway where you can kind of swim through to the bigger ocean. Right. And so I swam under this arch to get out to the big ocean. And it was an immediate mistake. I was like, oh, my gosh. The waves are so incredibly big out here. And there are boats and there are other people swimming, but they should not be this is bad and i was (laughs) freaking out and then i was like i've got to get out of the water and then i was trying to get out right there but the waves were so intense that i couldn't safely get onto a rock without Mm. being slammed up against it yeah so it was like okay that's not working i've got to get back i've got to get back into this cove and i've got to go back under this arch and and then at the same time i'm thinking like what if the like tide comes in and then like the arch encloses, and i can't like get under this arch to get back in like i was like oh my gosh oh my gosh and i was starting to freak out but i was like within a few yards of other people but that doesn't necessarily mean like you're not going to drown
1: right. it just
0: means that there's another person nearby that can't help you <laughs> oh man and so i quickly made my way back in. And how long do you think I was gone? I wasn't really gone that long.
1: Uh, maybe like five minutes.
0: Yeah. It was like, it felt like five minutes to me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, and you also got really adventurous when we like, we kind of left that part and we mm-hmm. went over to like a larger area. That's more open ocean and rocks. Yeah. And there were like some young kids jumping off the cliffs. Yeah.
0: I was going to show them. I was like, nobody's diving off these cliffs. I'm going to go dive. Like, why don't they just dive? Oh, my gosh. I can't (laughs) believe I did this. It is the funniest story. And it might be the best thing that you can see in the YouTube video is me doing a floppy dive off of this cliff and hurting my back. It's the worst. Oh, my gosh gosh but there's all these young young men that are 20 years younger than me and they're like jumping off the cliff and jumping off the cliff and i'm thinking like i know how to dive and i can dive decent like but apparently haven't actually dived in a really long time so haven't (laughs) dove in a long time so i get up there and as soon as i'm standing on the rock i realize there's a reason why nobody's doing anything crazy and why it's so hard to jump because your feet are on this rock that's probably volcanic rock. Mm-hmm. It, it hurts your feet. It is not smooth rock. It's very hard to stand on barefooted. So you're standing on it and you're thinking the whole time, every second you're thinking, how do I get my feet off of this rock? Because it's yeah. it hurts so much. So you can't think about The dive or whatever you're about to do next, all you can think about is like, I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta go. And I'd like rush myself (laughs) off of this like rock. And the rest is history. (laughs) I hurt my back and still recovering. I might be a little bit better now, but it's been almost a year, so it should be better.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But I just basically didn't I didn't uh brace myself very well and I did a real floppy dive. (laughs) I knew as soon as I hit the water, I was like I
1: shouldn't have done that. That was bad. I, anytime there's like ocean involved, you get pretty, pretty brave. And there's a lot of things that you want to do. I'm going to swim out there. I'm going yeah. to dive off this cliff. <laughs> <laughs> You're pretty gutsy when the ocean's involved.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't regret it, but I have learned from that experience and I would do it differently next time. I would Mm. brace my back. (laughs) Yeah. I would still do it, though.
1: Yeah, you would still do it.
0: Yeah. It was really good. I also, like, I was all about the snacks on this trip. So I had my bag full of, like, I had a bottle of wine for us. I had snacks, and we were just laying out on these rocks, (laughs) sunbathing. It was really interesting how in Europe, you know, just, like, anything goes, And I remember looking around and being like, no shame. Anything goes. (laughs) Like Everybody just wears anything they want to and anything they shouldn't. And it was, I don't remember exactly what I'm thinking of, but I just remember being like, wow. Okay.
1: Yeah. There was some bold choices.
0: Bold choices. Well said.
1: Does the idea of traveling sound overwhelming to you? Perhaps you want to see the world, but you just don't know where to start. Let Hallie help. Working through Travelmation, Hallie is a travel consultant who can take you wherever you want to go, within the U.S. or abroad. As an authorized Disney vacation planner, she can find a family-friendly vacay that won't break the bank. Looking for something more luxurious? She's your girl. Or perhaps you need a walk on the wild side? Hallie books adventures too. Just reach out to Hallie by phone at 972-822-6315 or email her at h a l l i e. N-A-R-R-A-M-O-R-E at TravelMation.net Call Holly to get your dream vacation planned today. That night, I think we made pasta. I think, didn't you make pasta at home in the Airbnb? And, I um, did. Yeah. It wasn't bad.
0: Yeah, it was good.
1: It was good. And it was nice to have sort of a, a relaxing evening in. Um, we watched a storm roll in.
0: Yeah, that was cool. remember
1: that and, like, seeing it kind of roll in from the ocean was was really cool. A lot of lightning and stuff like that. I think electricity actually went out a few times.
0: Yeah, several times. Yeah. That was was funny. And then
1: it just all rolled through and it was great. Mm
0: Mm-hmm, yeah. And
1: everyone, like, came back out. Yep. I kind of thought that, like, oh, this storm, like, that's going to kind of cancel the night. But no, like... It rolled through and out. And once it was gone, like all the restaurants opened right yeah. back up and people came right back out. All the lights came on, the music started up, and they were going.
0: That's right. That's so funny. The next day was a gift from you, wasn't it? It was like a Christmas gift you had gotten from me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was as we were preparing for gap year, we were like, you know, we don't need stuff. To put in storage. Mm-hmm. So, what can we give each other? And so, a lot of our gifts that year were either like clothing or things that we were going to take on the trip with us, uh, or pieces of the trip. And so, this was uh, one that I had seen. I thought that you would really be into. And so, I booked this excursion for us as part of uh, your Christmas present. So it was
0: so epic! Oh my gosh!
1: Yeah, it was pretty amazing. It was. It was a thing that we spent a little more on mm-hmm. um, because uh, we really wanted it to be special and we we wanted a few things to like really kind of go all out. Like we were very budget conscious through most of the trip. Yeah. But a few things were like, this is worth it. We're going to spend the money on it. And this was one of them. And it was a trip to Capri. Mm-hmm. And it was by boat and with a stop at the Blue Grotto Yes. Um along the way, which was incredible. Like otherworldly.
0: Yes. Really. Yes. Hard to describe too. Well, and we had like this amazing guide. Yeah. He was so good. Fernando. Yes. So good. Tons F- of fun. Ferdinando, I believe. Yeah. Oh my gosh. He was a riot. He was he spoke really good English, lots of energy. He helped everyone kind of engage each other. He Mm. would always come to us. We'd be on this, it was like a vintage ski boat is what it felt like. A wooden boat.
1: Yeah, but a really big boat.
0: Yeah, yeah. it was like a, yeah, with a under. Yeah,
1: um, it had like a little cabin uh underneath and then it had uh, seating up on the bow and then also the stern of the boat. Like there was, I think there was what, like 10 people on that? Yeah. On that. Trip oh and goodness. so, and with plenty of room for everybody uh-huh. and a, a big enough boat to kind of handle the open ocean without being scary and stuff. Yeah. Like, and we left from Sorrento, and our first stop was the Blue Grottoes, which is this like cave system in the water. You get on these little boats, like these little rowboats. So, these guys come out, and we got there right as they were showing up so that we could be some of the first in line. So they made sure to have us there. And this sort of haphazard line of boats is forming, and these Italian boat captains are kind of yelling at each other about who's there first and who gets to take their... And then these little tour guides show up in their rope, and it's a boat pulling this chain of these little tiny rowboats with these guys in it. And so it comes rolling up, and... They come over to your boat and, and get you and take you over and they take you through the uh, the line where you pay to get in. Yeah. You buy your tickets with cash right there and then they take you into this cave and it's such a small entrance into the cave that you actually have to like lay down in this rowboat. Yeah. And it's just the guy rowing the boat and then the two of us and two other people from yeah. our bigger boat. Yeah. That are in this little tiny rowboat you have to lay down and there's a chain that they've rigged in there so that they can pull themselves into the cave. Yeah. And when you get in the cave, the light from the sun outside is basically lighting up the water underneath. Mm-hmm. And it's this bright blue, like nothing that you've ever seen. And they just kind of paddle you around inside this cave. And it's pretty quick. It's just a couple of minutes, like literally a couple of minutes. two minutes, yes. And they're in there. A lot of these guys are singing as they're rowing people around. And we have some incredible photos and video that if you go out and and watch the YouTube episode about this one, you'll get to see. But it was amazing. And you see like... Fountains and water features and pools like lit up and you recognize like this is what they're trying to copy. Like, yeah, they're trying to recreate this natural thing that happens. That's just amazing.
0: Yeah. There were like three things that really surprised me about that whole scene. Mm -hmm. So one was the chaos in the beginning. Because we arrive and we're yeah. all just waiting. And it's like a mass of boats just like ours that are just <laughs> yes. waiting for the um, Blue Grotto men to show up. And yeah. they're tiny little rowboats that go inside this little cave. And so we're all just waiting. There's no line. You're talking about boats floating in the ocean. They're doing their best to just stay in one place. Right. They can't form a line necessarily. And so this really well orchestrated you know row line of all these little rowboats come in but there's no order to everyone else right and so it's like so chaotic i'm like how do y'all even know and you could tell some of them were arguing about like i was here first and mm. i was here first so you can tell there's a little bit of that going on but um but our guys you could tell they 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 do this all the time they're like totally know how to like navigate the system that surprised me a lot was the chaos involved yeah i was really surprised at how short it was so when you go in just to reiterate what you said it's two minutes yeah it happens really fast if you want to film something or you want to like take a picture you better do it and do it fast (laughs) yeah you
1: better get after it
0: because it's it's happening and you're out I was also surprised by, oh, that all the men were like singing at the same time. So all these little blue grotto rowboat men were inside the cave singing a song, like <laughs> yeah. singing some kind of song in Italian, all different <laughs> songs, all at the same time. Lots and lots of stuff happening. It was not a private experience. Yes. Um. Yeah. But it was it didn't stop it from being enchanting. Like you you go in and you're like, <gasps> I know why people do this. Yeah. This makes a lot of sense. This is amazing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was really, really cool. I'm so glad that we got to do that. And the particular tour that we took was like one of the first through and our guy told us like, if you come later in the day, it gets really busy and you have to sit out here and wait for yeah. sometimes two hours yeah. to be able to get on the little rowboat to go in. And so I was glad that we had picked that particular tour and That they took us there first Mm -hmm. as like, we're going to stop here and then we're going to go around the island to like stop in Capri itself. Yeah.
0: But, you know, if you think about it, if you had to wait two hours, you're literally just like floating in the ocean. You can get out and swim, all that kind of stuff. Like it wouldn't be the worst scenario if you decide to do an afternoon visit.
1: Yeah. If you're going to be stuck somewhere for two hours, like that's a good... That's a good spot.
0: Pretty incredible. Yeah. <laughs> and we were not far at that point. We weren't too far from Capri, right? We were pretty close. To that well, point.
1: it's like the cave is in the island of Capri.
0: Oh, it is. Oh,
1: nice. yeah. Okay. And so like we were at Capri, but we're on kind of the side of it. Okay. And so there was just then a really short boat ride to where we docked to like to, where
0: we docked to get
1: Capri. off and explore the island.
0: Yes. Oh, my goodness. This island The best part of it, honestly, is to see it from the water because it is so steep and dramatic. Yes. And there's there's not a ton of places where you can just like pull up your boat. Like it's a ton of cliff and it just like shoots up out of the water. And um, But there is a town, the town of Capri as well. And it is up on the very top of the island. (laughs) Yeah. Kind of like if you had any, I just imagine that anybody that lives in Capri has like the most amazing view because you're either on your way up to the top of the mountain or you're Mm -hmm. on the way back down on the other side. Like there's no um, obstructed views Yeah, really is what it felt like.
1: Yeah. It's it's pretty incredible. And there's a lot to explore on the island of Capri. We didn't get to do like a ton of it, but there's like uh, old Roman palaces. So... Emperors of Rome would come to Capri to vacation, basically. Mm-hmm. And so just thinking about that is is incredible. And like you said, like the cliffs, they're so dramatic. Yeah. So tall. And you just look up and you see birds flying so high and you just realize like the vastness of it. Yeah. It just blows. Seeing it from the water. Absolutely incredible.
0: So cool. But you know what I loved about our time there? It's a little different than the way most people would spend their time because it was lunchtime and a lot of people were like, we're going to go hop on a bus and then we're going to go find a place to eat. Yeah. But we did not want to spend our time. I don't know. We didn't want to spend time or money in a restaurant because Italian meals are long. And Mm -hmm. that was going to take up the the two hours we had would be gone. So we hiked up the island of Capri, basically, through the neighborhood, Mm -hmm. which was my favorite memory. I'm I'm pretty I feel like that's I'm pretty confident. That's my favorite memory of Capri was hiking up and hiking back down. But we had to hike all the way up to the center of Capri so that we could go to a grocery store. Yeah, (laughs) because we were like, well, we do kind of need to eat. So we well, we got wine <laughs> that was basically lunch for us right
1: well we- they like they provided us some sandwiches
0: oh okay they, that's right like, they gave us
1: sandwiches they it was really good bread mm-hmm. and it was i don't like it was basically mozzarella cheese tomato and this bread
0: that's right <laughs> that were these sandwiches in tin foil.
1: so we bought some wine i think we bought some uh like some, some meat to go with it and stuff, yeah. but yeah, like that was yeah. that was basically it.
0: It was really funny too though i and i I honestly really remember the grocery store mm-hmm. because you like come in, you're at the top of this mountain, you walk into the grocery store, and the grocery store goes down, and so you yes. go down to a lower level inside the mountain, basically. Yeah. Because that's, they couldn't really, I guess they could have built up, but they decided to build into the mountain. And so the grocery store, I wonder if it originally started as just like this little grocery market and then eventually they built under it maybe? Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. But it was, it had tons of stuff in it. It was one of the bigger markets we saw.
1: It actually was. Yeah. It was a decent sized grocery store. Yeah. So going back to what you said, like your favorite part being, Walking up mm-hmm. and down the little path. yeah, why was that?
0: Well, thanks for asking. I should have elaborated on that because it was so enchanting to see these places where everybody lived. Yeah, that for me was like and, and the views are, I mean oh incredible. yeah, incredible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was so fun to see where everybody lived and how everybody had their own little courtyard. So basically every home had a gate. And so you're walking up this path, a very nice, well-paved path, very steep, but very nice. And you could see that everyone had their own, kind of like a, for the most part, I felt like they were like a wrought iron gate. Mm-hmm. And like yeah. stone walls, you know, that surrounded a nice outdoor, not a yard, but outdoor patio that could mm-hmm. be significant. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and beautiful. You could tell everyone had this incredible view. And then it would lead into their home, and on the outside of every gate, everyone had in the wall, in the stone walls everywhere, everyone had these porcelain tiles that spelt that were painted specifically for them, and that spelt out and kind of told you the name of their villa. Yeah. So everybody had these personalized. Um, it's almost like a personalized mailbox to some degree. It's like this personalized sign that says this is where I live this is the home or the name of this villa and it was so cool this might be like the most beautiful signage I've seen in different places it was all over the island and it you could be looking for like the bathrooms or the marina or anything and instead of just seeing a sign you would see like a porcelain tile that had been like cemented into the wall and it was beautiful and it was like painted beautifully and colorful i just couldn't believe that they put so much effort into that
1: and after we got our wine from the grocery store made our way back down we sat on the beach for a while and ate our lunch drank our wine Uh, we went and swam in the ocean a little bit Mm -hmm. and uh, we got some subpar gelato
0: that's right. I don't even remember it hardly. Like, it yeah, wasn't great.
1: It was not great, so we could have skipped that. But yeah, uh, by th- but then it was time to get back on our boat, and we went kind of out into the cove mm-hmm. a little bit. And there's tons of yachts, yeah. sort of, sort of everywhere. And uh, they let us swim for a while and just hang out. They poured champagne and. Um, had some beers and stuff like that and played some music. And we just like hung out on the boat and acted like yacht people for a minute.
0: It was so neat because you have these incredible yachts. I mean, like people like Jennifer Lopez and Leonardo DiCaprio are coming here on yachts. Yeah. For vacation. So like you have these incredible yachts. The other interesting thing about that is that swimming in the ocean was actually more enjoyable than swimming at the beach because the beach had a lot of big rocks that you're laying on. Yeah. Large pebbles. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't really that comfortable. Yeah. And it was hard to walk on and all that. But once you're in the water, it's great. So like the preference really kind of for me was like, yeah, I'll just swim out in the ocean. Yes. Which is great. (laughs) And they had goggles for us and they had flotation devices. And so like we were like down looking at all the fish under the water. It was really fun and I'll never forget being out there with this woman that was a part of our like excursion and she was talking about how she fell in love with traveling and I wish I still wish to this day I'd gotten her contact information because I genuinely liked her and she talked about how her she wasn't really into traveling that much until her husband was kind of required to go on this trip to England, and he had to go to London for work, and he really didn't want to, but they kind of, like, made him do it, and so he's like, do you want to go? I have to go do this thing, and she's like, I don't know what I would do, so I'd sit from, sit in the hotel, but okay, And so while she's there, she kind of gets the courage to just kind of go look around because, you know, she is in another country. And, you know, so she kind of gets up the courage to go walk around by herself. And then all of a sudden she is like addicted to travel and (laughs) she does not mind traveling alone. She loves traveling with her husband. She loves traveling with her son. She's been to Africa. She's been to all kinds of continents. It was so fun to hear her stories and the things that just resonated with her. Even throughout the course of her career, you could tell that her passion was stepping outside that and using the income she was making to go see the world. Yeah, and um, and then she'd gotten her husband into it, and he, you know, he didn't want to go to London, you know, on his <laughs> trip, uh, his work trip, and then all of a sudden he's like, "This is this is incredible!" And before you know it, they're on a boat in Capri, you know.
1: Well, I feel like there were so many like legit travelers on that individual tour mm-hmm. because there was that couple. There was the father and son that had just been hiking in the Alps. Yes. And yeah. there was a mother That's and right. daughter that were oh, there. We love them. Yeah. She had just Mary graduated. Elizabeth? Yes. Right. Yeah. yeah?
0: Hey girl. <laughs> we were like friends on Instagram.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah, like she had just graduated and they were traveling and she was going to she was traveling with her mom and her dad was going to meet up with them. And then she was going to go meet her brother somewhere. Wasn't he in like in Prague
0: or Turkey? Yeah. It might've been Istanbul or something like that.
1: Yeah. So he was over in Europe somewhere. She was going to go stay with him for a month. I feel like everybody on that particular excursion was like traveling everywhere and doing everything. And that, that was really cool to, to just get to talk with all of those people and hang out. Hang out on a boat in Capri.
0: And hear their stories. Yeah, I had forgotten about that father-son duo, too, because, like, they were extreme hikers Yeah, in the Alps. And that was interesting to hear those stories. Yeah. Oh, man, that's, yeah. It's really inspiring. I think travel is so inspiring itself. And this was fun because we finally were actually in places where people were speaking English and we are starting to, like be able to meet friends a little easier, make friends with other travelers. And so that was really appealing. And um, yeah, I just so enjoyed our time on that boat and it was a good, good time.
1: Yeah. We like eventually had to leave Capri, but on our way home, we went through that amazing arch on the ocean and like drove the boat through it. That was
0: I can't remember Another what that's like, called, but like you're supposed to like kiss when you drive under it. Right. And it like yeah. is supposed to ensure that you have like 30 years of love, um, <laughs> you know, so oh, it's, it's beautiful.
1: Yeah. Like it, it was really cool. And then they, they took us back and we still had, you know, kind of an evening left of our day. And so we ended up going back to the Airbnb and we got cleaned up. We went, um, Do dinner at another place there in the marina. In Italy, you hear a lot of Dean Martin, but in Sorrento, it was Dean Martin all the time, and it was Valare in particular. And that song just over and over and over again, you would hear it everywhere. Like the musicians would be playing it live. We heard it several times on the boat. Like it's playing in shops, and I feel like... From now on, that song will always mean Sorrento, Amalfi Coast, yeah, to me.
0: Oh, it's such a good feeling. Like when I hear that song, I just and it's so it's such a great experience to hear everyone sing it with you, because like that was the other thing is that it, you didn't just hear the song, you heard. Everyone singing along, yeah, and you—it just sounded like joy. It just sounded like relaxing, fun, clinking glasses, and people just enjoying themselves. Well, I loved eating on the ocean, and we did that Mm -hmm. both nights, right? Yeah, yeah. It was just two nights there, right?
1: Well, no, you cooked because you cooked one. Oh, that's right, and so. Which, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was great, but
0: <laughs> it was so good to eat on the water. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, you eat out on these little docks, and you hear, you hear the kind of the gentle waves coming yep. in, and you smell the ocean and that that cool breeze. It's really it's, nice,
0: and it also gave me a Italy in general. Gave this time around, gave me such an appreciation for seafood pasta that i really hadn't had a whole lot of cuz full disclosure guys when i order pasta i usually order it super tomatoey or <laughs> i order it um super cheesy yeah and so i don't do a lot of like the um I don't know. It's almost like this really basic pasta, but Mm. then they put in great seasonings and there's not a lot of sauce to it. It's like pasta and seafood with a lot of seasoning. And I really appreciate that a lot more than I did. At the time, we were kind of missing the cheesy options. We were kind of looking at the menu going like, "Mm, no lasagna. (laughs) But looking back, I'm so glad because it forced us to get outside of our comfort zone when it came to ordering Italian food
1: yeah that's true i agree with that
0: yeah and we got a better idea for of what real italian food is like Mm. and it's not always the cheesy you know it's not always like chicken alfredo and it's not always pizza and it's not always lasagna well and we actually did have a whole nother day there Mm
1: -hmm.
0: (laughs) i was like i keep cutting us short but really (laughs) like okay this third day i decided I'm going to kick things off with a bang, guys, because time was running short, and we had bought some groceries, and I was going to make sure we consumed those groceries, and some of those groceries was some limoncello. <laughs> <laughs> so that next morning, I was I was starting to feel better, clearly. Yeah. I was starting to feel feel better.
1: You are diving off cliffs.
0: And I wake up, and I'm like, we got to drink this limoncello, babe. This is our <laughs> last full day here. We got to do this. So before we left... That day, mm-hmm. I had poured us three shots of limoncello each, which was fun. <laughs> it wasn't. I don't feel like it's super alcoholic, though.
1: I don't think it's. It's not very strong. No.
0: Yeah, it's like it's just fun to drink. And um, we went on a trip to Positano, the city of Positano, mm-hmm. and the city of Amalfi. Oh my goodness, guys! It's so great. Um, so we did this as a bus trip. Yep. and that was uh, um, unbelievable best trip best trip we've ever done yes for sure
1: views like, incredible
0: yeah and the san sebastian bus trip was actually really pretty too yeah but this beats all um it was you can actually get a 24 hour unlimited bus pass for 10 euros per person which mm-hmm. is pennies guys
1: and so nice that That it is 24-hour, and so you're not married to a, like, you have to take this bus at this time.
0: Yes. Good point. Yeah. Yeah. Gives you some flexibility. Um, It's a great deal. Lots of flexibility. We decided that if what we wanted to do was bus there Mm -hmm. and that we'd go to the furthest point, which which would be Amalfi, and then we would take a ferry back to Sorrento. And we... Or back to Positano or somewhere, you know, but we'd ferry at, at some point, and um, it all worked out. But if it hadn't, we we knew we've got this 24 hour bus pass, we can always bus back home.
1: Just driving along these cliffs and seeing the ocean, it, it's beautiful in and of itself by itself. But then you come on these cities built in, and they're just so colorful. Oh, yeah, built on these cliffs, such beautiful buildings because it is a UNESCO. World Heritage Site. it's all maintained the the way it was. And so it, that history is kind of locked in and they're, they're not changing it. They can't make sweeping changes or build some crazy resort. And so you get to kind of see it and it's just takes your breath away around yeah. every corner. You're going, Oh, look at that. yeah, Oh, can you believe it? Look at that. Yeah, And so uh, like an hour long bus ride goes by in the blink of an eye because you can't believe what's in front of you at every turn.
0: Yeah. I remember looking down and seeing, I feel like Positano might have been my favorite um, city to look at because I think it was the one where there's like, there's different little pockets where you could go to the beach, but the beach is like, it's not like, on a hotel like it's, it's not like a hotels beach it's like this beach and you've got to go down like I don't know 300 stairs yeah, to right. get down to it it's like down this cliff at the bottom of this cliff there's a little tiny beach yeah but it's like it makes it very private very secluded very um epic like you're not yeah. gonna get to do something like that very often Amalfi was a little bit different because it was not quite on a cliff as much as kind of maybe in between mountains.
1: Yes. So it was a little yeah. bit,
0: you know, kind of more gradual of a city, an mm-hmm. easy city to walk around.
1: There's an amazing church mm-hmm. there in Amalfi uh, that we went to see. Um,
0: Duomo di Amalfi.
1: Yes, Duomo di Amalfi. And um, if you get a chance to go see it, do it. Uh, they have sort of a museum attached to the church where you Mm -hmm. can see uh, a lot of artifacts and kind of old parts of the church i went to do that um i think i I was a little more interested in that and you were having trouble with your contacts so
0: yeah my allergies (laughs) were so bad that even my contacts were hurting so i like ended up made us go into like a pharmacy and i was like i need contact solution and i'd learned from buying zyrtec that i can like Type it onto my phone, like (laughs) the Italian word for what I'm looking for and just hold it up to them. And they're like, here you go. And so I walked away very quickly with a little bottle of contact solution. (laughs) And You're inside this Duomo, beautiful Duomo, by the way. Mm -hmm. And I'm standing outside near the steps and I'm like washing my contacts, you know, (laughs) in my hands, hoping my hands are clean. And, you know,
1: there was a wedding that had been going on inside the church and the wedding ends and releases and so the people come out and the bride and groom come out and everyone's celebrating and they it's this big procession down these stairs and we got to kind of just watch it and and take it all in and that was that was a lot of fun too just a completely random unplanned thing that was so cool
0: yeah I felt like all the people everyone present just stopped and celebrated with them yeah it was really special it felt like it felt like if that was somebody's wedding that you knew you'd be like what a cool moment you know because like yes. here's all your friends and family and all of your wedding attendees but then here's the tourists or locals and all these random people you don't know that are like cheering you on and celebrating with you and taking your picture and it was yeah, the procession down those stairs—that is a grand staircase. You guys should look up Duomo di Amalfi. It is like the staircase is pretty, pretty extravagant. Yeah. So it's um, it would be really cool to see this like bride and groom walking down. We <laughs> were kind of viewing them from up high, and we were just like, "This is crazy!" Watching them get down into like either a limo—I don't think it was a limo. I think it was a really old. Vehicle, of yeah. some more like a yeah, classic, a really old car, yeah, classical.
1: <laughs> that, yeah, that was so much fun. And uh, then we went and had lunch, like we had pizza
0: mm-hmm. at a
1: little spot, and it was kind of off of the main street, you know, to kind of go up this alley. And uh, there were tables like set under this archway in this little alley, and we had pizza, it was really, really good.
0: Yeah,
1: um, I think we had some Prosecco as well.
0: Yeah, we did. I think we had a bottle of it. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. And then I, when we were walking away, I was all proseccoed up and I was like, this bread is so good. I'm taking this bread. Yeah. And I like, <laughs> <You're> <laughs> took like, the bread. Put a
1: bunch of bread in your bag.
0: Was so funny. <laughs> oh, man. And then we were going to catch a fairy. But while we were kind of like, okay, like we've got some time to kill, we stopped to do some shopping Mm -hmm. for my sister yeah my sister Jessica I knew I wanted to get her something from somewhere in Europe and I kept seeing all these porcelain tiles that I'd mentioned where people like have their name or their where they live all spelled out and you could do this thing where you go and you buy the tiles one letter at a time, and you can spell out whatever you want. And so I spelled out her last name, I finally found all the perfect tiles. And I wanted it to be like this very specific white, with like white background with like, blue around it blue, you know, borders, and then like the lemons of um, well the lemons of uh, the Mafia Coast Yeah. that they're so famous for and um, so I was able to find some that spelled out her name and then this little lady was like I was paying for it and this little lady is wrapping it up so sweet <laughs> and it took her so long I thought we were going to miss the ferry but I was, it was so sweet I didn't want to rush her so I just kind of waited and was like oh gosh.
1: Well and then it was time to catch the ferry back to Sorrento
0: yeah Which the ferry, oh my goodness, if you can see a place like this from the land and then again from the water, yeah, absolutely gives you a great appreciation for it because it's incredible from the water as well.
1: Yeah, it it is. It, It was really cool. And the ferry stopped in Positano, so we didn't get off in Positano. We just stayed on the ferry as some people got off and got back on, but we got to take some pictures of the city and, and see the city from the water like so cool. Such a such a unique thing that you just feel so lucky to get to
0: do. So lucky. Yeah, definitely, man. And and the interesting thing is that, like it's all beautiful from the water. But if we hadn't taken that bus ride, we wouldn't have seen the the true depths. Yeah. And incredibleness of the roads being sculpted into this mountain and the depths and the, the texture of this landscape. Um, so it's, it's worth doing both for sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I was glad that we had done both ways and really they're both about the same time wise. Yeah. So you're not, you're not really saving time doing one or the other and getting to see both in that way. Just, so much fun,
0: yeah. So much fun, and then like when we got back, I still had time to lay on the beach that little beach next yeah. to our Airbnb, mm-hmm. which was so nice. And um, it was uh, at first I kind of thought it was a little dirty beach, but then I realized it's just the color of the sand. <laughs> so I'm like, calm down, and um, and but it was such a nice beach because it wasn't made of rock and a lot of the italian coast is rocky beaches. Yeah. So this was like definitely an exception. Um and you were like working on the podcast. You made noki for us that night. It was a really nice, relaxing night. Yeah. And our last night.
1: Yeah, our last night on the uh, on the Amalfi coast because we were hanging it up and leaving Sorrento the next morning. To head to Rome.
0: Oh my goodness. Were you so happy? You love Rome.
1: I do love Rome. I love Rome a lot. And we had talked about not going to Rome on this particular trip because we'd been before and we're just trying to to do so much. But I'm so glad that we went back to Rome. Yeah. So it's so much fun being there and can't wait to tell everybody about it in next week's episode
0: I know so additional things that people might want to do if they're in the Malfi Coast um, you guys just belly up to the bar and pay the money to rent a yacht
1: (laughs) (laughs) and take us with you
0: earlier Jamin was asking me he's like so what would be your ideal trip to the Malfi Coast and immediately I was like have a yacht, but <laughs> I didn't throw that out there. But um, there's also a Roman palace in Capri. Um, and correct me if I'm wrong, it's called Villa of Jupiter. Yes. Okay. So that's something people could do. Um, you could also do, you could hike the path of the gods, which is really famous. Mm-hmm. Um, famous hike um, there's the stairs of Positano um, there's also Pompeii which if you didn't hear last week's episode you can go back and hear all the reasons why you should uh, visit Pompeii which would be an easy day trip from Sorrento or the Amalfi Coast yeah
1: it's a very short train ride from Sorrento and uh, actually some of the people that were on our tour of Capri on the boat they were a family there was headed to Pompeii the next day to see yeah. it Um, so uh, it's a something a lot of people do from Sorrento. Uh, It's an easy one to mix in and kind of mix your trip up and do something a little different. If you've had a few days on the water and you want a little variety, Head up to Pompeii and see it. It's definitely worth worth that shot.
0: Definitely. Um, so some other important notes. Okay. I just saw this on the internet recently and it didn't affect us, but I want to share it with you guys just in case you are planning a trip to the Amalfi Coast. If you're planning on driving, if you're going to rent a vehicle, um, you should know that they are trying to curb over tourism. And one of the ways they're doing that is if you have a license plate that ends with an odd number, then you can drive on odd number days. And if your <laughs> license plate has an even number at the end of it, you can drive on the even numbered days. That's kind of a big deal. Yeah, yeah. So you should know yeah. that um, it wouldn't have to change how you do your trip, but it might, you might, it might help you plan which days you're going to, take a ferry and you're going to, you know, see things from the water on which days you're going to travel around by, um, by, uh, by vehicle because otherwise you just won't be traveling by vehicle. Yeah. <laughs> I, I
1: think I would have a hard time like renting a car and letting it just sit every other day. Right. But, uh, you know, I, I definitely understand the need to control the crowds and that that's a very inventive way of doing it
0: right and we definitely saw that when we were riding the bus there was a lot of sitting in line in traffic yeah and there was a lot of instances in which you could tell it's just so many vehicles they can't move
1: and yeah the, yeah for I, sure. I get it
0: i get it they did that in 2022 i think it was the first year they did this uh, in 2022 and then again this year in 2023 it's it's being implemented so just good to know <laughs>
1: Well, that really kind of is it for this episode. Uh, we thank you so much for listening. If you want to, uh, hear even more from us, you can do that by following us on social media. So we're on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. And then of course, as we've mentioned before, we have our YouTube channel where we do videos and kind of show you a lot of the stuff that we're talking to you about here. You get to see some different stuff that maybe we didn't talk about here. It'll be in the video. And obviously, the visual component as well. So, if if you found this entertaining, I think you would really like the YouTube uh, video as well. So, go and check it out.
0: That's right. We are also sharing other people's stories. So, we would love for you to share your story with us. Or, if you know someone else who has an epic travel story, tell them to send it our way. You can email us at travelfomo, F O M O, podcast at gmail.com. It is just this great way where we can hear from other people. We can learn from other people, but also our listeners can learn from you guys. So be sure to share your stories. You can just type them out to us and we can read them aloud to people, or you can actually record your voice. Just use your iPhone, use your cell phone, create a voice memo, start talking into it, and then send us that file, attach it to your email. Easy peasy. And we will get it on the air quote (laughs) (laughs) and uh that's it guys we are so looking forward to hearing from you and we hope that you are getting opportunity to plan your next vacation because life is short
1: Wander well